Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And before we do get into today's stories, I just want to do some member updates, because we had a couple. We had Essie with a rejoin, Vanessa D. Donato, M. Schaefer, and Chloe M. rejoining us. Thank you so much for your support and for everyone for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel. Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Well This Sucks 8. Am I the asshole for telling my brother not to bring his wife to family events? I come from a very orthodox family. There are certain rules for women in my family like not wearing revealing clothes, even jeans and shorts, makeup and roaming around alone at night. I'm aware that most of it is unfair, but they won't change and I can't move out without losing all contact with my family. A few years back, I started attending this language class. My parents agreed very reluctantly and became friends with a girl there. Introduced her to my older brother, male 25, who would pick me up from class. Long story short, they fell in love and eloped. My mother was devastated. She cried for days and blamed me for introducing that witch to my brother. My brother moved into an apartment pretty close to ours, but maintained his distance from us and gradually died down. Until this year where they finally decided to reconcile. I thought they would tone things down and slowly get my parents to approve of their marriage. It was naive of me to think so. My sister-in-law wears only short pants and skirts for every family event. She talks about moving to Europe, never having kids and everything else that would give my mother a stroke. She has the luxury of saying all this and running back to the safety of her house. I'm the one who has to sit through the aftermath. The minute she leaves, my parents start yelling about how much shame and bad luck she's going to bring our family. They also never forget to point out that none of this would have happened if I hadn't gone to that language class. I've repeatedly asked my sister-in-law to just wear normal clothes for a few hours, but she doesn't listen. I guess this is her way of rebelling or getting revenge. Recently, my older sister gave birth to a child and there's plenty of ceremonies that are going to be performed. These ceremonies are huge and most of my relatives will be attending it. I can only imagine the fights that will start at home. My brother called to ask me if there was something he could do and I straight up told him not to show up or to show up without his wife. He called me an arsehole and said I was just like our parents. I know that the only people in the wrong here are my parents, but I know them and I know they won't change. And I don't think wearing different set of clothes for a few hours is a big deal and if they can just not attend. So I think I'm not the arsehole, but maybe I just can't see it. So tell me Reddit. And English is not my first language, so ignore my mistakes. And there is an edit and an update that follows on to this one. So we cover the edit, do some comments, then the final update. So edit says, I live in a South Asian country. Definitely do not have the resources or the support to leave my family, at least not now. I have no issues with what my sister-in-law wears. If I was, I would never have befriended her, which I did before she married my brother. 
When I said she talks about being child-free and moving to Europe, far away from my parents, I did not mean she should not do so. What I was trying to say is that she is aware that this will upset my parents and will still bring it up in front of them. I'm guessing most of the comments are from people in the West. It might be easy to walk away from your family where you live. Family is everything you have here. However, I asked for judgment from an impartial source, so I'll accept whatever verdict I get. So we'll start straight away with some comments from 5th PLL who says you're the arsehole. Absurdly controlling behavior, which at that level seems downright abusive in its own right, doesn't get a pass because the people doing it believe the supernatural. You don't get a pass because it's easier to appease the believers in the supernatural than to stand up for someone else's basic human dignity to live freely. To which Square Mark 8075 replies to this one saying, Look at it this way. If a non-Muslim person goes to a Muslim party and eats pork in front of them or visit a Muslim household with pork, that would be disrespectful to them, right? Wearing jeans, shorts, skirts is absolutely fine and no one will get to tell a woman what she should and she shouldn't wear, but traditional events have a dress code. If she cannot follow the dress code, she shouldn't go there. Dressing should always follow an LOC rule. Location, occasion and company. These are the people that are going to be in her life for a very long time, so a little compromise from both the parties should happen. They should see her in a style of clothes, in daily occurrence, but she should wear traditional clothes on auspicious occasions because that's kind of a dress code. And if nothing can happen, then the brother and his wife should stop coming to these events because they won't be accepted, so they should keep their basic human dignity intact and not show up as OP stated. Not the asshole. And Okapi Ellie says, I feel sad for you. Are you content to accept the cage in which you live? There is another alternative to having your brother resume acceptance of the conditions that yourself describe as unfair. You could consider your brother and his wife, who was your friend first, as a conduit to a different sort of life. It's not just about clothing, dear. There is a great big world out there. Language class is just one teeny tiny piece. Edits regarding the awards, wow, appreciated. Regarding the criticisms, also wow, I have read them. When I wrote my first comment, it was the very first response to OP. OP's edit was not written yet. There were no contextual details about OP's location, gender, or age. Also, when I reread what I wrote, I did not say move out. I suggested a point of view, not an immediate drastic course of action. And we'll have one more comment before we go to the update with Abel370 who says, holy shit, these comments, what the hell? OP, you are not the arsehole. You can't help the fact that your parents are misogynist and abusive. You also have no power to change them and are probably looking to move out ASAP. All your sister-in-law has to do is not show up to people she obviously doesn't want to be around or wear pants for a few hours. This isn't a big ask and people who are calling you an arsehole sound like the most unsympathetic people I've ever seen. She knows her presence and the way she is present will cause you to endure abuse from your parents and she chooses to do it anyway. She's not an arsehole for standing up against the parents but she is an arsehole for doing it knowing full well that you're the one who will suffer from it. Your parents are obviously arseholes too. Now let's check out the update to see what that says. So final update. I thought I'd mention my age in the post but apparently I didn't. I'll be turning 17 this year. So no, I can't just leave. Leaving would mean running away and they just call the cops to bring me back. So there's no point. My brother doesn't see anything wrong with how my parents treat me. His progressive only starts and ends with his wife. He will definitely not let me move in with him. Some of you sent really nice messages, but there's also a lot of mean ones. So I'm sorry, but I'm just not going to open any of them. Since most of the people have voted for an asshole, I'm going to accept that. I did ask for an unbiased opinion. For an update, nothing much has really changed in the positive direction. 
My brother was really annoyed with the way I spoke to him yesterday since I'm younger than him. So he called up my mother to complain about me, which just ended up with them having more arguments. There is a silver lining though. I called my older sister and told her what happened and she's asked me to come stay with her for a week under the guise of helping her prepare for the ceremony. So hopefully they forget about this by the time we meet next. I did reach out to my sister-in-law but she hasn't responded which I guess is fair. I did send her an apology. Also, I want to apologize to all the people from the West for implying family isn't as important to you people. I was very angry when I wrote that. I had a whole, I had a whole night to think about it. That was definitely wrong of me, so I'm sorry. To everyone who sent really nice advice and expressed concern for me, thank you. It felt nice reading those. I think I'm done with this post and will be logging out from this account. So thanks for your input. Now, what do you guys make of this one with the cultural differences taking those into account as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Female Saddle. Am I the arsehole for causing drama during an important football game? Last weekend, iFemo27 ended feeling a wee bit poorly with what turned out to be appendicitis. We're away for the weekend with my partner, male 39, so I had surgery at a hospital three to four hours away from home. I had a small complication during surgery, so I had to stay until Wednesday, yesterday. My partner returned work on Monday and he came back to pick me up. The timing was bad because it was an important football game yesterday and it was really important for my partner to watch it. I'm not English so I don't quite get the importance but it's a big deal for him and so important. I want to make sure he'd see the game. I suggested booking a room near the hospital so he wouldn't miss it due to the drive but he wanted to see the game at a friend's place. He said he'd make it. While we were waiting to get me discharged, he was getting agitated because it was taking a long time. He had to wait outside, so he was in the car the whole time because of restrictions at the hospital. After a couple of hours, he sent me a text that he had to leave or had missed the game. I begged him not to leave and reminded I could book a hotel, but he left without me and luckily made it on time to see the start of the game. He said he'd come pick me up tomorrow, today, instead. The hospital wouldn't let me stay another night or leave alone. Luckily, one of my friends came to get me in the end. She didn't get to the hospital until late until we got back to London around 2am. The whole evening, I was texting and calling my partner ever since the moment he left me at the hospital. He only sent me one WhatsApp back that said he'd pick me up later but wanted to see the game. When I got home in the night, he was so angry at me. He said I was the most selfish asshole for constantly ringing and texting him during the game and that I ruined the game for him and embarrassed him in front of his friends. He said he cannot even look at me and that I bring so much drama with me it's humiliating to him. I feel at complete loss. I think I might be the arsehole for not understanding the cultural significance of football and asking my boyfriend to do a completely unreasonable drive to pick me up. But on the other hand, we could have watched the game in a hotel room and I would have been left alone in the hospital in another country. Am I the arsehole? Now, as someone who's been pretty obsessed with the football myself recently and what's been going on, I'm English as well, so I'm very happy with everything that's going on at the moment. And also totally get wanting to be around your friends and having the atmosphere as well. It's very, very exciting times at the moment. But dude in this situation is clearly taking the piss massively here. Instead of caring about a partner and their surgery, all he wanted to go was watch football with his friends and he didn't care about you at all because even though you offered solutions to it and like the hotel and that sort of stuff, he still wanted to just dump you there. Well, he did dump you there and made your friend pick you up after you just went through. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Surgery, I mean, what the hell? That's priorities. He's an absolute asshole. And would you really want to stay with someone who's like that, who would just dump you just like that on your own after you just had surgery? <laughs> yeah. 100% not the asshole from me, but we have a comment from Thrill Doctor who says, get out of this relationship now. You are not the asshole. Your partner, however, is a world-class giant asshole. He put a game over you, a game. He wasn't playing in it. He wanted to watch other people play a game, leaving you stranded at a hospital, then have the audacity to be mad at you for interrupting his watching a game. Dump him now. You mean nothing to him. He's proven that. You don't have a partner. You have a monster. And Fat Stoic says, I'm English and not the arsehole. Your partner is a huge arsehole. You can watch games on replay. You can watch games on your phone. If your partner needs help to be discharged from hospital safely, then a football game should never take precedence. He sounds horrible. I'm not even going to address him being angry with you because you message him during the game, because it's so far out of line, it makes me furious. I think you should seriously consider whether you want to continue this relationship, given how little he appears to care for your well-being. And Mixture Glum says, I know Reddit tends to jump straight to dump him, but in this case, dump him. Not the arsehole, your health is more important than a game. And if he can't make that 100% clear, he does not need to be in a relationship. I don't care if this event is important because you're English, still only a game. The motherfucking Super Bowl, Stanley Cup and World Series here could all be going on at the same time. And my husband, even when he was just a serious boyfriend, would drop everything. If I had to go to the hospital, appendicitis may be pretty routine for doctors, but it's still a major health event requiring surgery. Get you a guy who texts you during the game. And Seven That's a Nope says your boyfriend wanted to watch a game on TV. He's not an athlete playing the game. No game is more important than picking someone up he's supposed to care about from the hospital. He left you stranded while recovering from emergency surgery, hours from home, to watch a game. And he got mad at you for his disgusting selfishness and screwed up priorities. Your boyfriend chose watching a game with friends over your health and safety. Not the arsehole and it's time to throw the whole man away. This isn't a cultural importance of sports thing. This is your boyfriend is a terrible person thing. And we'll have one more from Love Me Long Time saying, but, 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 he wanted to watch the game with his friends. He didn't want to watch a game with you in a hotel room. So figuratively, pounce and stomps his foot. The 39-year-old man. OP, you have a wonderful friend that will come and pick you up and take you back at home at 2 a.m. It's too bad your partner is nowhere near as wonderful. Hope your recovery is swift. Not the arsehole. Now, what would you do in this situation if your partner treated you this way? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from, am I the asshole throw away sleep? Am I the asshole for telling my wife that if she wants to bed share, she needs to sleep in the kids' beds? 
My wife and I have been together for six years. She has a 13-year-old and a nine-year-old. When we first got together, they were both still in her bed. They were both relatively small and I worked nights. It was never an issue. Last year, I suffered a work injury and have to sleep on a memory foam mattress. I assume by now both kids would have grown out of co-sleeping, but obviously haven't. I can't comfortably sleep in a bed with two kids, especially because my stepson, nine, is a little ninja. He's constantly kicking during the night. They will occasionally sleep in their own beds, but very rarely. My stepdaughter is a little better, but stepson will have meltdowns if we try and send him to his own bed. My wife doesn't believe we should force them out, which I understand, but I can't keep sleeping on the couch when they're in the bed. A couple of days ago, I blew up over it. My back's killing. I'm tired. I essentially told her to take the kids and sleep in one of their beds. I need the comfortable mattress for my back. We never really got to discuss it because stepson got upset and started crying. That night, she took the kids to her parents for the night and back at home, she explained that they wouldn't all fit in one of the kids' beds. She agreed that I could have the big bed but is ordering a memory foam mattress for our son's bed so I can sleep there comfortably. I don't want to sleep in the kids' bed. I want my bed and I'd like to actually spend the night with my wife. Her parents are on the hers and the kids' side, obviously, but I still don't think I should have to give my bed up for them in the nicest way possible. I paid for it. The issue is getting worse and my in-laws are now calling me abusive for trying to take their comforts. So, am I the asshole? Important info, both kids and my wife are ASD diagnosed. Stepson also has ADHD. And we'll start with Paige Turner too who says, not the arsehole. I also think it's problematic for your wife to expect you to sleep night after night with a teenage stepdaughter. That aside, kicking you out of your own bed so she can sleep with a teen and a tween is a strange dependency on her part. Is she planning on moving into their dorm rooms or going on their honeymoon in the future? Just know, time to grow the kids up and have an adult relationship with her husband. Four thanks to follow the rules says, not the asshole, yikes. I watched my mum force my dad to sleep on the couch their entire marriage because she'd rather have a kid in her bed. I was the oldest and slept with her until I was 10. I'm an adult now and still have a hard time sleeping if I'm home alone. It made things worse for me. Eventually, my dad got fed up and divorced her. Rule number one for my husband and I when we have kids was no kids in the bed, with the exception of a nightmare or sick kid or something. And plus, the saint says practical advice. I co-slept with my kids, two of whom are not neurotypical and didn't self-wean with the co-sleeping. The way we weaned them was to first put a single bed in our room close to our bed for them to sleep in at night. That way, they were right next to us but in their own bed. Then we moved the bed away from ours up against another wall. Then we moved the bed into their room and had them start every night in their room and in their bed, but had an airbed and blankets on the floor next to my side of the bed for them to come if they needed. Then eventually the airbed was removed and if they wanted to sleep in our room, they had to go grab some cushions off the couch and bring them in. It honestly took well over a year of very, very slowly getting them used to and comfortable with each stage. And even now my 13 year old occasionally comes up and sleeps on the couch in our room. But with patience and gentle approach, it can be done in such a way that you have your bed and mattress from the outset and they aren't forced into a sudden situation that they aren't mentally or emotionally ready to deal with. And we'll have one more before we go on to the final story, which says Stallion8426, who says, not the arsehole. It's really unhealthy for the kids to still be co-sleeping with their mother and you clearly aren't getting any adult time with your wife because of it. Think long and hard if this is the future you want though, because I doubt it's going to change. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? What would you do in that situation? Let me know in the comments below and we move on to our final story. And our next story comes from Pickle Weasel Nene. 
Am I the asshole for talking about my aunt's watermelon ass? <laughs> my son and his friend put up a tire swing in their yard for my grandchild. I posted a picture of me swinging on it on Facebook. My aunt, dad's sister, commented on it saying, I hate skinny people. I'm not one for Facebook drama, so instead of commenting back, I called her. I basically said that I don't talk about her watermelon ass, so she shouldn't be talking about my weight. Now, all of my aunts, five of them, are mad at me because apparently skinny people can't be body shamed and that I should have told her first, but I don't like those comments instead of straight out calling her out on her watermelon ass like I did. I don't think I'm an asshole because it's not like I told her that I'm skinny because my sisters and I have always exercised more, so we didn't inherit the family's watermelon ass. But skinny is also something I didn't really have to work for. It's just how I am. Now, this is going to be an everyone sucks here, obviously, because... You know, you're applying to Facebook drama. You said you didn't want to get involved, but you phoned them up and then called it like watermelon ass. So yes, that will absolutely make it. And everyone sucks here, in my opinion. Yes, she was totally wrong for bringing up Facebook drama to begin with by posting it on there that I hate skinny people. That's, that's totally not on thing to say, but so is calling someone a watermelon ass at the same time. So <laughs> I'm going to go with an everyone sucks here. And how many times was watermelon ass said in one post? Gee whiz. <laughs> and easy to kidnap says, everyone sucks here, but I'd upvote twice if I could because this story is hilarious hilarious next time don't go down to her level but christmas 850 says everyone sucks here including me because i can't stop laughing at watermelon ass <laughs> and erica campbell fan says everyone sucks here she shouldn't be talking about your body and you shouldn't be talking about her you both suck here and Sylphie star says not the asshole i'm a skinny person myself we can't talk about our struggles without comments backhanded compliments looks etc your aunt started the drama by acting like a little 14-year-old troll commenting on your picture for no apparent reason except to be the asshole. Of course, your aunts, who probably share the same body type, are going to defend her. But you also have just as easily commented back on the post yet instead chose to call her. She should be thankful she's not again called out for skinny shaming on your page. Madeline Gumbo says everyone sucks here. It's 2020. Stop Facebook drama. Even if you're just dragging into a non-Facebook settings. Aranerio says, everyone sucks here. It's probably been easier to just delete a comment and move on. Not being for Facebook drama is great and all, but I don't see how calling her aggressively is any better. It's just unneeded drama in a different form. Of course, she sucks too, because her comment and the idea that skinny people can't be body shamed is outdated and silly. And never rarely sometimes says, you guys don't get it. It was a backhanded compliment. It means I'm jealous of you because your weight doesn't prevent you from enjoying a ride on a tire swing. She believes that skinny is a compliment. Everyone sucks here, but mostly OP. Seventy doesn't understand how many times have changed and that her comment would have been interpreted as hateful or shaming. OP went for the jugular. Yes, I know I'm going to get downvoted to hell. Have at it. <laughs> and the rest for the wicked says, and quotes, I'm not one for Facebook drama. And it says, but you are the one to act like a mean girl in high school instead of communicating like an adult. You're the asshole. You didn't have to be, but you decided to act like a full hypocrite. So now you are. Now, how? what do you guys think about this one? Do you think it's a not the asshole, you're the asshole, everyone sucks here? There's a couple of different ones on this one, but yeah. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts on today's stories and all of today's stories as well if you have a moment of your time to share. And if you wouldn't mind considering clicking that like button as well, it really helps out the channel. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so today with me. And I hope I will see you in the next one as well. Take care, guys. Much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.